This is Rumble in the Morning on FM 99. News time now. Well, we're talking about slimy ham, so let's <laughs> talk about gene-edited ham. And uh, we bar- well, one area of Hampton Roads made it on the list of the noisiest cities in America. News brought to you by Pitbull Tobacco and more. Now with online ordering at pitbullsmoke.com, online or in-store. That's convenience for locals by locals. Uh, the news from over the weekend is that it didn't take real long to figure out that former President Donald Trump won South Carolina's Republican primary by beating his last major rival, former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley, in her own home state. This was a little sooner than we anticipated. It was an even bigger win than we anticipated. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's about 60 to 40. He got 47 delegates. She got three, so really not much of anything for Haley. Uh, he swept every contest that has counted for Republican delegates so far, uh, and they've got another one coming up tomorrow for Michigan. Uh, but uh, President Joe Biden is all but no, or a rematch with President Joe Biden is all but inevitable to uh, now that we're looking at it. And the pressure will continue to mount for Nikki Haley to bow out of the race, but she says she's not done yet. I said earlier this week that no matter what happens in South Carolina, I would continue to run for president. <laughs> Well, she's doing that without the help of the Americans for Prosperity Action, which is the uh, group backed by uh, billionaire Charles Koch, who yeah. uh, is uh, decided they are pausing their financial support for her campaign, which is a big loss for her campaign. Oh, it's huge. Huge yes. contributor. Big money. Big, 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 big money. Uh, I did look more into this after I got that note from you last hour. A former political consultant for President Biden's long-shot Democratic primary challenger, Representative Dean Phillips, apparently commissioned that AI-generated robocall of President Biden uh, from a while back. Uh, NBC News noticed that he, Steve Kramer is the guy who said it. He made a statement saying that he had no remorse over doing this. He did this by commissioning somebody named Paul Carpenter, who's a magician. Yeah, he's a street ma- magician. Specializes in up-close card tricks and illusions. Nice. He spoke to the Associated Press. He said he was hired by Kramer to use AI to mimic President Joe Biden's voice for robocalls and said he was surprised to learn later on that it had been used in an attempt to discourage people from voting. Well, what did he think he was making it for? Funsies? He said... That he uh, he was brought originally, he said that he was brought on to do a video with a fake voice of Republican Senator Lindsey Graham, and then it got All changed right. to to the Biden audio. Okay. And he thought that by he well, thought those that, are two different camps. Entirely. He thought he thought Kramer worked for the Biden campaign and said the job was pitched to him as a time saving and cost saving measure, so that the president didn't have to go into a recording studio each time. Oh, interesting. They needed something new wow. from him to go out. Wow. Yeah, because you know, president God, has a busy schedule. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah. But it's kind of weird that uh, that you'd change parties. Kind of. That you came to him with Lindsey Graham, who's a Republican, right. and now you're asking for a, a thing for Democrats. It's kind of weird. Who are you working for? It yeah. is very odd. And again, he said he thought yeah. Kramer worked for the Biden campaign. He right. didn't know that he worked for an opponent of the Biden campaign. Right. So he was unaware. At least this is all according to... Carpenter, the, the magicians of uh, uh, claims. Right. Uh, and by the way, yeah, he does up-close magic tricks, including he bends spoons and forks at will, and apparently he says he holds world records in fork bending. I didn't even know it was measurable. I didn't either. And yeah. he said he holds them for that and straight jacket yeah. escapes. So if there's anybody who knows about AI... Here's your guy. It's this guy. It's a guy. He's got a lot of downtime. He has a lot of hey, downtime. Hey, so did it, it's, not, it's not Department of Justice. Who's looking into this? FCC? Uh, FCC, yeah, because when I was a phone call, yeah, so, and then so apparently they're close to him. Okay, they're close to catching him. Okay, remember they're holding someone responsible for this. They're yes. looking for the perpetrator. This guy needs to get out from under, and that's why he's telling his story. Right, the 
other guy now has to own it. Kramer, who worked for the Phillips camp. And put, a good, put his own spin on it right. somehow. Yes, which he's trying to. Uh, he's saying that uh, he doesn't regret doing it, and he tried to say that, he, uh, that immediate actions needed across all regulatory bodies and platforms for things that could replicate this kind of call. Uh-huh, see, he's against himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's so against it, he's yeah. against himself. Wow. Uh, Phillips has said that he'd had nothing to do with this. If Kramer did it, it was of his own volition, and uh, he... Glad that he's glad they're coming forward about. Gonna it. need to fire that guy. But yeah, he's uh, definitely not going to be part of the camp moving forward. Uh, hey, here in our area, Hampton Roads, a study was done recently that ranked the noisiest cities in the United States based on everything from traffic and construction noise to uh, noise caused by airplanes, subways, and the number of bars per capita. Or how many drunk people will come out after last call making things noisy and annoying. According to the results, the noisiest city is also our biggest city. You can take a wild guess. It's New York. New York is the oh, yeah. loudest city in America. Uh, the top ten rounds out is Chicago, Jersey, Newark, Boston, San Francisco, Miami, Philadelphia, Long Beach, and Los Angeles. So not too many shocking answers in the top ten. Mm-hmm. However, this whole list was the top 50 noisiest cities in America. Yeah. And Norfolk, Virginia came in at number 38. Really? Yes. Apparently, a big contributing factor to this was the number of construction permits per 100,000 people. We have a lot compared to other cities. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of building going on in Norfolk. Yeah, so that was a big, big part of it, they said. Of course, we also have airplane noise and other things. But I was wondering why, uh, yeah, jet noise would factor in. That'd be in Virginia Beach. Jet noise factors in, too. But, I mean, it's it's also the airports in Norfolk. Right. And you've also, but again, they said the big thing I could see, at least according to the things they laid out, was construction permits per 100,000 people, because that was well over several other ones around it. So that one definitely dragged us up Mm -hmm. the list. Everything else could we probably, without that, I don't know that we'd have made the top 50. But with, with right. it, it drags us right up on them there. So if you're in Norfolk, I hope you can hear me. <laughs> uh, also in Virginia, a Navy sailor has been charged with espionage for allegedly giving classified information to a foreign government while he was in the service, including while he was here in Hampton Roads. Chief Petty Officer excuse me, Bryce Pettuccini is a fire controlman, and he's been hit with eight espionage-related charges by the Navy, saying that he gave away information and documents to a government, to a, a, excuse me, a, an employee of a foreign government that we don't know who it is yet, Yeah. Uh, between November of 2022 and May of 2023. That's according to a report from The Hill. Uh, they say that he joined the Navy in 2008. He served aboard multiple ships and was assigned to the guided missile destroyer, the USS Huggins, and is suspected of mishandling classified documents and information. They claim he gave them to the uh, foreign employee the documents and information that related to national defense at least seven times over seven months while he was in Hampton Roads, Virginia, and in Yokosuka, Japan, while he was there with the Huggins. Yeah. Yep. So, um, so they had operatives waiting to take the information from him in these places. Uh, well, they said, uh, well, see, I don't even know who they who he gave it to officially. Okay. Uh, they they just said an employee of another government. That's how they phrase it, and they didn't tell us much beyond that. It's odd. Yeah. But either way, they while we don't know who it was given to, the charge sheet, uh, if you read it, it says would this information, quote, would be used to the injury of the United States and the advantage of a foreign nation. So nobody, nobody who's our friend. It's generic language for yeah. all of this. Yeah, yeah, just nobody who's our friend is the idea. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but there, he's being charged with uh, failing to report foreign contact, failing to report the solicitation of classified information, uh, wrongfully taking a personal electronic device into a secure room and attempting we to go. smuggle photos of secret-level computer screens to a foreign government employee. Wow. These are all... It's interesting when you get espionage charges because then they I'm reading off charges I've never heard before. Oh yeah. Because this is yeah. this isn't DUI, this isn't, oh, no. you know, a, a reckless endangerment. This is like yeah. 
big stuff that you never hear these terms otherwise. Uh, he is the third sailor, by the way, in the past year who's facing espionage-related charges. So uh, he just joins the list. Are now. we giving? Are we giving too many low-level people, lower-level people, access to stuff? I mean, I it takes bodies to make this big-ass navy work. I'm sure. Yeah, it does. So it. it you're going to have to let people do things. But what is this a product of? Is this a product of the pay? Yeah, I don't, yeah. I mean, what makes you vulnerable to this? That's a good question yeah. about why yeah. somebody would do that. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, hey, the Supreme Court, by the way, is uh, making a decision. Well, they're going to be hearing uh, arguments for a decision today based on social media. This all relates to, uh, remember when they banned President Trump from uh, most social media platforms back after January 6th? Yes. Uh, the 2021 capital attacks, what I'm referring to. Mm-hmm. Well, when that happened, Florida passed a law preventing the banning of political candidates from social media networks, and Texas passed a similar law that said the political content can't be removed. Now, uh, the social media companies filed lawsuits against that, trying to stop those laws, saying that yeah. you can't dictate what we can put on social media. Now it has made its way all the way to the Supreme Court. The arguments will be heard today. If the justices decide to side with the states, it will mean that the government could force the social media platforms to carry content that they don't want on there against their will. Right. On the flip side of that, uh, people who are arguing for the for the states say that if they side with the social media networks, this will allow them to then silence voices, which they say are largely uh, conservative, but they'll be able to silence whoever they want at will on social media. Right. And they say right. uh, both of them arguing a First Amendment standpoint. It's funny how both sides are arguing the same argument but from a it different is. perspective it is yeah, every, everyone has rights and who's who's is 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 responsibility in here anywhere yeah Didn't i don't know let's just say some politician goes on there and begins railing against uh government upheaval it's political speech but we should overturn the government yeah but it's political speech so it's protected right. I, I don't know dude that's dangerous at some point you're yelling fire in a movie theater yeah, didn't they say that uh, social media now equates to like a digital town hall or like a town square or something? Uh, wouldn't wouldn't surprise me. I've been saying this for years that at some point this stuff becomes infrastructure. Yeah, and you watch how it gets regulated. Well, and, and and in a sense, if you're taking it to the Supreme Court, I mean, you 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 are asking for government intervention. There you are. Very true. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see what they end up coming up with. Those arguments start today, and we'll see how fast we get a response. The Supreme right. Court, so probably not till end of spring. They're busy. They're working yeah. on Trump stuff. They got a few things on their got plate. Stuff. They yeah. got a few yeah. things. Uh, Florida state senators, though, knocked something off of their to-do list. They approved a bill that would allow residents, finally, would allow residents to shoot cocaine bears. <laughs> what does that mean? Finally. They say it would allow residents to shoot bears deemed, quote, an imminent threat. Uh, the bill was dubbed the Cocaine Bear Bill yeah. on social media after the sponsor said Floridians have the right to protect themselves against, quote, the ones that are on crack. <laughs> <laughs> they break your door down. They're standing in your living room, growling and tearing your house apart. That was the representative Jason uh, Schof, who sponsored the House version of the bill while introducing legislation at the committee meeting. He said, when you run into one of these crack bears, you should be able to shoot it. Period. Okay. And does he explain how you identify whether it's a crack bear no, from not, a regular bear? Not really so much. Nah. Really just if you can deem it an imminent threat. All right. So it's just if you're threatened it. by a bear, yes. you can shoot the bear. He just kept referencing the, the bears on crack wow. like cocaine bear. Yeah. Yeah, these cocaine bear things. Any are, news about uh, laws uh, regarding Sharknado? Not yet. Not yet. We're still waiting on that one. I know okay. Noah has to be involved in that decision. And right. there's a lot going, you know, National uh, Oceanic and Atmospheric Area, no, whatever. Administration. Thank you, yes. Yeah. Uh, they've all got to be involved in that as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, the cocaine bear, bear pill bill passed 24 to 12. 
So, okay. When so he, you can shoot a bear in Florida if, if he's standing on his hind legs going to eat you. It's heading that direction. Yeah. Now it goes to the House for a vote where, oh, okay. I, at least according to the report I yeah. saw, they think it's going to pass. <laughs> Just like the idea that a bill called the cocaine bear bill is making its way through. Got to keep, got to make it sexy. Got to make, sure. You got to make it sexy or it's just not going to have any traction. You know what? You're right. You got to make it sexy. That's what I've been saying. That's what my grandma always told me. Got to make it sexy. Mm -hmm. That's Uh, why I just walked in. (laughs) Hey. 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 I do love how far down she had to pull Rod's mic. Oh, to to, to get down to her little self. (laughs) Yeah. Rod puts it way up when he leaves the room. Uh, I've teased you with this one before. Gene edited ham. Mm. Well, it's no worse than the sheen on my mother-in-law's. No, it's not. You're right. You're right about that. But that could be in our future. At least that's according to what a scientist at an animal genetics group called Genus are hoping for. Mm -hmm. A new scientist reports that they are working on perfecting CRISPR-edited pigs, really to design. Remember when we had talked about the poultry they were working on, uh, editing genes? So they would be immune to avian flu. They would never get avian flu, which has been crushing the the egg market again. Yes. Well, similar thing here. This is actually to make them immune to uh, porcine reproductive and respiratory syndrome, or PRRS. Really? Which causes billions in losses for pig farmers. Okay. Uh, They say they're awaiting approval from the Food and Drug Administration. And if they get the green light, it Mm -hmm. would be the first time in history books that a gene-edited domestic animal for mass meat consumption has been approved. Wow. So it would be a huge landmark moment for that. Yeah. Uh, once approved, they said they would begin selling um, swimmers from the gene-edited pigs so that they can be... Pig sperm? They, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they can carry on the modified genes for yeah. subsequent breeding rounds. Yeah. But they say the idea <laughs> is it will yield uh, <laughs> pigs that are totally immune. Cover your eyes. To <laughs> you know, it's a serious news, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I say pig sperm, and her eyes get like saucers. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know that's doubly. Yeah. That's got to be doubly weird for the mm. vegan in the room. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. even weirder than it is for <laughs> the rest really of us. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But again, they say that uh, this would allow them to breed generations of pigs that will be completely and totally immune to PRRS. Who's uh, who's doing this work? Uh, it's called a group called Genus. They're an animal genetics oh, okay. group. Yeah. Right. So they're working on it. We'll see if it happens. Yeah. And then we'll see what kind of, you know, pushback there will be against it. Because every time you say gene editing, people, ah, yeah. it turns into the boogie. Well, you know, the Chinese are the world's largest consumers of pork. Mm-hmm. So they'll try it first. Good luck to you. You know, that's yeah. a, I hadn't considered Here's a that. comeback for you. Take this to the wet market. <laughs> well, at least, somebody, at least somebody checked this one first, yeah. hopefully. You know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> before it goes sure, out there. Sure, it's just a mistake. I'm sure it's yeah. just a don't mistake. Don't worry about the gene-edited pigs. No. Yeah, have at it. Hey, they don't have PRRS. They might have three heads, but they don't have PRRS. They look delicious. Mm. Mostly sunny today with a high near 64. Yeah. Southwest wind 6 to 13 miles per hour. Gusts as high as 21. Tonight, slight chance of showers late. Mostly cloudy with a low around 47. And tomorrow, partly sunny with a high near 70. We still have a ways to go to get to the high today because last check, it is still about 38 degrees outside. With the news, I'm Sean Hood for Rumble in the Morning on FM 99.